Hello everyone. What's babbling? That was pretty good. That was okay. This is Psychobabbles with Miranda and Lauren. Lauren and Miranda. Lauren and Miranda. I think it's more important that we say Miranda and Lauren though. Because they have to know that it's me. For they sure. They also need to know it's me for sure. Well, sometimes you're not I, here. You missed like half the podcast. It's not my problem. That's yours. It is my problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is a podcast from my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk about the topics I'm learning, and Lauren responds with her own thoughts. If, actually, this time she does have some, because I'm going to be very strongly opinionated in this episode. Okay, do you remember what the topic is? No. I said it last, like, what, a minute ago? No, you didn't. Yes, I did! No, you didn't. Don't no, gaslight didn't. me! No, you didn't. Yeah, stop it. Anyway, also, I can't tell if everyone listening can tell, but I think I'm losing my voice again. I like it. Can you tell? I feel like it's really scratchy. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think it's getting a little scratchy, so I'm sorry if it bugs you guys. But it bugs me. I don't have enough time to wait for my voice to heal, so. I, yeah, and whose fault is that? Also mine. But this is episode 69, and we're talking about okay. something that I definitely am not, and that is introverts. Oh, I thought you were going to say interesting. <laughs> no, introversion. Oh, I'm interesting. I think you can be an introvert. There's been moments. No, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, I. I'm literally gonna get into this about like my opening spiel, but you can go. No, I will leave. You said you have your own thoughts. Yeah, not anymore. What? Hey guys. Oh, look at me. I'm looking at the script. Yeah. So this is my whole story about how I feel like. I feel like there are times where I just need to be alone, but that's very rarely. I thrive off of social interactions and get very excited. Very excitable. I also can't stand to be alone. I don't know if that counts as extroversion, but I'm very dependent on having people. Miranda's <laughs> words, not mine. Yeah. So basically, that's my script. Um, mainly because if I don't write it down, then I forget about it. And then when we're recording the podcast, I have like nothing to say. You're just like, Ugh. yeah, or I have nothing relevant to say. Oh, like me? Well, no, you have relevant things to say sometimes. Oh, you said something nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll just go over my spiel because it's my own story. But yeah, I feel like there are definitely times where I need to be alone. And I go and I sit in my room by myself. Yeah. Um, but that's really very, very rarely because also most of the time I need to get work done. And I don't do well when I'm by myself because I just get more distracted. Um, I also really do thrive off social interaction. Um, and like Lauren said off my script, I get very excitable. Um, like, for example, I woke up not in the best mood. I was really tired and everything and just not excited for you the day. You were excitable when you woke up? Me. Were you? I don't remember. I was like, Miranda, you'll be fine. You'll be oh, fine yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I went to class and then I met so up with cool. Lauren. And as soon as I met up with Lauren, I was thriving. I was skipping over to her. I was like, Lauren, I'm right behind you. Um, so, yeah, I just get really excited. And then, like, yesterday I was also kind of stressing about stuff, but... I walked home with Haley, and Haley and I had a nice little discussion about what was I talked about in my discussion, because it was funny, and then we got here, and Lauren's parents came, and I thrived off of that social interaction, and then we went to your your uh, your poster thing, and again, I also thrived off of that interaction yeah. with, like, just people, 
You might be my parents' favorite. Me? Yeah. In general? <laughs> like, I don't know. You might you might be type you might be topping Holly soon. Oh my like, god. I've never seen Holly interact with my parents the way that you interact with them. I was we were talking about this yesterday. I was like, I'm the person that says, Oh, parents love me and then parents actually do love me. Because Holly and my parents usually talk about drama. I was saying, but I like think, you guys actually talk about like fun things. I think and I gave her information about our lease. Oh my yeah. Um, She's like, yeah. My mom wants me to call Frank. Yeah, because I told her that I had to call Frank about the subletting thing, and then I just sit through this long conversation with him of him just repeating himself constantly. And and she was like, oh, don't worry, I'll have Lauren call Frank then. Because um, she wants to see if we can move out a day later. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she told you this or Yeah, because we couldn't get a U-Haul. Oh, really? The only one that was available was... Uh, See, I don't know this stuff. No, there wasn't one available at all. And then I I thought U-Haul was just you pick up a trailer. I didn't realize that there were actual ones that you could drive. Yeah, that's the one we used. So we were getting confused talking to each other because I kept saying, well, no, let's just look for one in Appleton. And then when I come down to move in, we'll just hook up, hook it up to my dad's truck. And she's like, no, that doesn't make sense. Like, because what are you going to like, do? You're going to pay for all those miles? Because like from Appleton to Madison's a lot of miles. And I was like, I'm so confused. Are you talking about gas? And she's like, yeah, like, you have to pay for the miles and everything. And I'm like, I'm so confused. I'm lost. And she's like, yeah, you, like, drive the U-Haul. And I was like, you have to drive it like it's its own vehicle? And she's like, yeah, you drive it. That's what we always do. And I was like, oh, I thought it was just you hook up a trailer. There's different kinds of U-Hauls. Yeah, and I had no idea. I've never used one before. Oh, gotcha. Um, And she's like... Yeah, unfortunately, the trailer one's probably just going to be too small because, right, we're trying to store all of our stuff for a night. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, man, that really sucks. That was the only idea I had. And I thought I was being so helpful. But, of course, I don't know enough information half the time. Um, but, no, we were having some fun. Um, and we got our picture with Bucky together. That was ridiculous. That was I exciting. That. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, I'm very good around people. Um, and, again, I think... As Lauren said, because she read my script, I cannot stand to be alone. Um, I'm very dependent on having people around. Like, I literally asked Brian to come walk to our house because I didn't think you were going to go to lunch so that he could walk with me because I don't like walking by myself. Even though I have to walk to class by myself, but usually then I'm thinking about how much I don't want to go to class. But this time it was like I would have just been walking with, like, no thoughts. Um, Or feelings. Or feelings. And he's like, no, that's, like, 20 minutes out of my way. And I was like, no, really? But then you decided to come, and I was really excited. But also, like, at work, when I'm working at Walgreens, I make everyone, like, we make everything, like, a two-person job. Oh, yeah, that's me with every yeah. single job ever. And I'm like, I think a lot of people do that with work, because it See, makes it more fun. Well, it depends on the job. Yeah. Like, I can do that with my first job, with, like, all our friends who are mm-hmm. together, but when it's, like, an actual, like, my CNA job, I can't do that. And also, I don't work with anybody else but myself. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and I just like having conversation because when someone else is there, it's like I don't have to keep all my thoughts in my own head. And like Lauren knows it because there'll be times where we're, we're, we'll be sitting with each other and she will not be listening to me. And I'll just be having this full blown conversation. And it's like to me, it doesn't matter because I just. That's been Miranda most of these podcast episodes. Honestly, honestly yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, again, I hate doing tasks by myself. And that's why I always have guests on the podcast. Because yes, you're right. That is how it works. I literally told JJ, I've said it so many times. But I said, I don't really need you to give me your thoughts. I know I start saying that they'll give thoughts. But I just need someone if you have any. Though. Yeah. And I was like, I just need someone to be there. So when I give the information, they can say, yep, uh-huh, I understand. And then I can keep you guys, you just got a wall to talk to. Yeah, I just have a wall to talk to. So it's not like where I'm like talking. I'm like, 
you know? And then no one says anything because I'm not talking to anyone. That's so awkward. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just... talk to Greg. To Greg? Yeah. Like Danny does? Yeah. Greg. You need your own Greg. I need my own Greg. But at first I need listeners. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, I like literally can't do anything by myself. I can um, be Greg. You can be Greg, yeah. Guys, my name's Greg now. I'm going to switch the intro to with Miranda and Greg. Miranda and Greg. Yeah. The only reason I do the review episodes, too, on my own, we're switching topics here. Oh, okay. Um, no, but like, because what? I said that I literally can't do anything on my own, and that made me think about the review episodes, and how, like, now I'm doing those by myself, it's, like, because literally they're so boring, and they don't require much thought from anyone, and I don't really want to sit and have someone be like, yeah, 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 like, I'm just gonna blow through the information. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I just have to have the episodes there. Hopefully, whoever listens just skips those ones because they're so boring and they're so packed full of information. Those are going to be the only ones I'll listen to. Yeah, and it's, like, at that point, no. I mean, because, yeah, I guess it gives you a whole review of the unit. Yeah, but, like, at that yeah, point, well, just listen to the unit because you get way more information. But, whatever, it's so I can get enough. Anyway, I said this was going to be a fast episode, but we're almost to nine minutes and we haven't started. So, let's get into it. Um, enough about me. The focus is introverts. So let's turn our attention to discussing them. No. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Our society is very much set up to promote extroverts. We do a lot of group work, like in classes, and um, we get graded on participation for like answering questions, like speaking up in class. Um, and I'm not very good at that. So that's just another aspect where I'm not good or I'm more introvert. But anyway. Um, this is just a story I have. I know I said enough about me, but this story is, like, hilarious, and it, I think it explains a lot about me, um, but when I was in elementary school, literally, like, once a month, there was this thing where they would hand out a card to every student that had a shape with, like, a color, so, like, maybe I'd be, like, red triangle or something, Okay. Um, and then at lunch, you'd have to sit at the lunch table that had the same card that you had. So, like, if I had red triangle, I'd have to go sit oh, at the I table that. that was red triangle. And it was, like, you were supposed to sit with people you didn't like know. And then it was, like, if you did, if you had a friend who also was at the same table, you, like, had to try to not sit next to them. And I don't know how they enforced this rule, but I never got put with friends anyway. So, I'm convinced that this is the beginning of my social anxiety. Because I, yes, I do believe that I am extroverted. But the reason I'm not 100% is I get intense social anxiety when I'm surrounded by people I don't know. Um, And, like, I don't have someone that I do know as a buffer. Mm, So, yes, I will walk up eight flights of of stairs just so I don't have to get in an elevator with a group of people I don't know. That's Um, interesting because, like, I'm, like, like, I get anxiety, but it's more like in, like, more environments rather than mm -hmm. people. Like, I can be stuck with, I can, I think I do well with, people I don't know really especially if they don't know each other either mm. like I thrive off of that yeah no I, I just can't it's just the environment myself like if there's a bunch of people packed in a room that I don't know then I start getting anxiety mm. but no I just have noticed just, I don't know yeah I'm like the opposite where it's not environments that make me anxious it's literally like if I'm just surrounded by people I don't know because oh. it's like well with you I'm comfortable enough to like talk directly to you so if we're in a group of people where I meet a lot of people you know and I don't know yeah but I'm able to be so open and everything because I have you and I have Haley as a buffer yeah so it's like I know you guys so if I have a thought I can turn to you and I think that's why with Jaden 
it was so easy is because I made all those stupid comments to you and she thought they were hilarious. Yeah. So it was easier for us to like make that comfort. Because then she can like talk about it. To yeah. As well. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm convinced that this elementary school thing that they forced us to do started my social anxiety. Because it was very like traumatizing. Traumatizing. It was like we were forced to sit and try to talk. But it wasn't even like that's weird how they did that. It wasn't even just the people in your grade. It was like group lunch, so it was like divided by the grades. Oh, I don't. Yeah, so I had older kids sitting at it was elementary school at the school I went to, which was like kindergarten through third grade, I think. Your elementary school was through third grade. Usually elementary schools go from like kindergarten to fifth grade. No, we had two different schools. So we had kindergarten, no, I yeah. Mean, I'm not judging, but I am. No, we had kindergarten through second grade okay. at, at Sawyer. Okay. And then you'd go to Sunrise, and you'd have third through fifth. Okay. And then you'd go to middle school, where it was sixth through eighth. And then connected to the middle school was the high school, which was ninth through twelve. So yeah, anyway, so it was the school with, like, three grades. And so, like, you would have, like, literally a kindergartner sitting with the second graders. And it's like... Oh my god. That's not okay. It was like their, like, even their, like, verbal development is, like, yeah. their... Well, but, because, now that I think about it, that's how I remember it being. I, actually, I don't remember sitting with kids younger than me. I remember sitting with kids older than me. Like, a year older than me. Because that's kind of how, like, I started to know the kids above me. Is like, I started to recognize who they were. But, yeah, no. Social anxiety, man. That's where it all began. But, back to introverts, okay? Because I, I am an extrovert, and so we're gonna try to break this mold of it's an extrovert's world okay so basically introverts are ignored in these instances of like how society is set up um but they're just as valuable to us as extroverts are because we can learn so much from them and like for an example of this is that introverts are the ones who get things done without wanting any attention from it Mm. um and so they are more likely to find solutions for the teammates who will get up and present the information um and it's another thing too where they're also willing to do the work that nobody else wants to do so if it includes a lot of like sitting by yourself and just typing and reading everything they're going to be more likely to want to do that stuff because they're more introverted and they like the solitude and just stuff like that um but no one is saying extroverts are annoying or we should be looking down on them because This is a whole conversation about, like, equality kind of thing, where it's, like, with feminism, we're not saying bring men down, we're saying lift lift women up, bring them to where men are, okay? Um, And so it's the same thing with, like, introverts and extroverts. It's, like, we're not bringing extroverts down, we're saying let's appreciate our introverts and bring them up. Um, So that kind of thing. Um... We're, so yeah, we're just saying consider introverts a bit more when setting system up systems up so that everyone can learn from each other and we can acknowledge everyone. Um, and of course, for this assignment, we watched a TED talk, and here we turned or learned. Sorry, we learned about the power of introverts. Um, and so basically, one third to one half of the world is introverted, and that's a lot more than people think because yeah. again, it's an extrovert world that we have set up here i mean they want to talk about it obviously yeah we're introverts <laughs> yeah you're right um but yeah <laughs> so where's the balance okay if almost half the world is introverted half the world is extroverts like there should be a balance yep. um but guess what what some of the most creative and productive people have had introverted tendencies and people like ignore this fact because they're well-known people so like someone like um Richard Pascal's 
that's not who I was thinking. I was going to say someone like uh, Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. Very introverted. But because he was this big name with this big company, people just, like, ignore the fact that he had introverted tendencies. And they, like, they appreciate him without appreciating the introverted tendencies. I got if that you. makes sense. I got you. Yeah. Um, and so solitude is what is crucial to creativity. But yet again, we're pushed away from solitude because it's an extrovert's world. And it just doesn't really make sense. Um, so what we should be doing is we, like, bringing more awareness of our own bias, biases, bias, yeah, biases, biases. to, like, extroversion and everything. Okay. Um, and so there are three examples of, like, how we can do this. So one is stop constant group work, okay? Like, for real, just give us time to work by ourselves. Some students will strongly benefit from this. But again, like, we're not saying take away from extroverts. So you can do some individual work, but also some group work. Or offer to be like, oh, if you want, you can work individually. Or if you want, you can do group work. Or say, like, today we're going to do individual work. That tomorrow we're going to do group work. Like, split it up, okay? Make it a balance, you know? Um, the next one is go to the wilderness alone. I think this one uh, would be good for me. Not, okay, it's a metaphor. Uh, <laughs> Maybe don't go into the wilderness by yourself. Please don't. If Criminal Minds has taught me anything. Yeah, to our daily listeners. Please remember, be safe out there. Yeah, be safe out there. But, so the metaphor of, like, don't be afraid to spend time by yourself, essentially. Um, and I think this one's good for me because I really should be trying to work past my dependence on people. Um, yeah. You don't think so? No, because I like, I like us hanging out together. You like how dependent I am on you? Well, I'm also dependent-ish. Yeah, I'm very dependent, though. Um, I, yeah. I just think I could benefit from becoming more independent because I literally prevent myself from doing certain things because I'd have to do it by myself. Like, I refuse to eat in public by myself. Like, I can't do it. I will take food to go. The one time in the dorm, I had to go downstairs and eat by myself because everyone had dinner. Yeah, and I took a nap, and so everyone went down for dinner, and then I hadn't eaten anything, and so I had to go down by myself. And it was the most awkward thing ever. I felt so uncomfortable. Um, Yeah, it was bad. I don't think I could do it again. (laughs) But I've, I've always had, like, my siblings and stuff. Like, they go everywhere with me. Like, if I have to go to the grocery store, I make JJ come with me. Or my sister usually is down to go. But I just haven't – I'm just never – I always did things with my siblings. And then I got to college and, like, I did stuff with you and other people. <laughs> um, and now this semester, like, or this year, I do stuff with you. Um, That's true. Yeah, so – I could benefit from being a bit more independent, but just in general, this one is saying, give yourself a chance to sit in solitude and just embrace what introverts love so much. Um, Because again, we should appreciate them and acknowledge them and how they choose to live. Um, And now finally we have, take a look at what is inside your suitcase and remember why you put it there. Um, so this one relates to the story that the woman presenting the TED Talk started with, um, which is where she went to this camp and she had a suitcase like full of books because she was going to be at this camp for the summer and she was a big reader. And so like when all the kids got a chance to like settle down, like go to their cabin and do whatever the heck they wanted, she chose to read while all the other kids wanted to do like pillow fights or truth or dare. Um, and they just judged her so hard and were like, no way you're reading right now that they like shamed her into like putting the books away and like just putting the suitcase underneath her bunk and then not reading the rest of the summer and she was like forced to be extroverted and like 
interact with all these people. Um, but, you know, and so here she's saying, like, she put her books in the suitcase for a reason. Like, she brought them for a reason, but she shouldn't have had to be, she shouldn't have had to be forced into conforming because she just leans more introverted, you know? Like, they forced her out of her comfort zone. But it's like no one's forcing extroverts out of their comfort zone, you know? Because um, they're already out of it. They're, I guess, yeah. But, like, again, if you're thinking about it, like, an extrovert would be probably uncomfortable to be by themselves. But no one's, like, telling them, oh, you should be by yourself. Or, like, you should just try to, I don't know. It's it's a it's a hard thing where you really have to, like, it doesn't sound like it'd be hard in the sense of, like, introverted versus extroverted. Like, in the grand scheme of things, it's, like, hard. Like, we have to acknowledge that people live differently and they choose to live differently. Um, And it's in the sense of, like, big topics, too. So we should just take time to sit back and think about our own introverted tendencies and, like, why we enjoy them so much. So, like, why do we choose to do the things, certain things alone, you know? Um, And there's just nothing wrong with solitude, and that's something we can embrace. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I have for this one. We're just going to keep rolling through these. The next episode is going to be number 70. So we're just, we just keep getting closer and closer. We're almost to 84. Let's do it. Bye. Bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by... Just kidding. You thought we had a sponsor? We actually don't. Miranda procrastinates too much. So I hope you enjoy the last few seconds of just music as we suffer through these next couple of days of trying to get all these episodes done. Goodbye. (laughs)